Sherry, hi. You know good motherfucker. You are worse than Hulk Hogan. And you're lucky I didn't break your back and had to come save you. Shinky baby. Break his back. Make your whole body humble. Besides that, everything was great. Great, 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 great. Welcome to the main stage of Ruthless Aggression! Pro Wrestling.cool's podcast where we discuss RuPaul's drag race and the wide world of drag outside RuPaul's purview. Heck of a show for y'all this week, and let us not waste any more time. I am your host, John Garexky Maxwell, joined as always by Oscar Bernard. I've got two words. Suck it. This is totally organic banter. We are really leaning into the the terrible fucking banter that they do. Yeah. Well, Oscar, it's time to start your engines and may the best woman win. Because we're back for another one of our uh, RuPaul shows. We sure are. I mean, it only makes sense that, you know... Literally the first the first day of Pride Month, we put out the first ruthless aggression, and now the last ep- the last podcast that we put out for Pride Month is the last ruthless aggression. Yeah, I really would have thought it would be a longer wait, but we were waiting until Derek Barry got off of All Stars and uh, <laughs> oops. Yeah, I really did think like, oh, you know, like we'll do it like midway through the season, like that'll be good. Then then oh first episode huh yeah so of course she deserves to go out i'm sorry i can't stand by my girl that much so what happened exactly because yeah i I was gonna say here we should uh before we get into the main event of what this episode is going to be i do want your thoughts on some all-stars three because you know i haven't seen it yet all-stars five all-stars five whatever so too many all-stars because first, it's a bad show. Yeah. The first challenge was they had to do their variety show, which is like the first challenge of every All-Stars episode season, I think. Yeah. And Derek Barry, her her variety show thing was, I'm going to do 12 celebrity impressions in a minute. Why? Even though everybody was saying, because she wants to prove that she's more than just Britney. Even though the prevailing wisdom was, just fucking do Britney. It's the first challenge. It's meant to be the thing you're the best at. Yeah. But I bet you they couldn't get the rights to a Britney song. Hmm. Um, so Derek did a bunch of impressions that were fucking terrible. <laughs> As you do. I actually, you now that you bring that up, I do wonder if, like... If maybe this this season was supposed to be a little uh, smaller budget, because uh, at least here in America, this was not originally supposed to be on VH1. Like they put it, it was supposed to be a, a Showtime exclusive, uh, All Stars huh. Five. Yeah, so this is going to be on like fucking premium cable. So Weird. I do wonder if maybe they, based on the fact that like you know, yeah, it's a pay channel, but like it's also gonna be something that less people might watch because of that so i wonder if maybe they made it for a little bit cheaper since and then since you know everything is all fucked up right now they just went let's just put it on vh1 we really need content oh god i mean that would not surprise me yeah no fucking maria balenciaga she did 
a weird spoken word thing. And then a bunch of the, and then the rest of them just did lip syncs. And Angina did a lip sync that was like the history of Drag Race, and it wasn't very good. Why does everybody want to do that history of Drag Race shit? Because if you can get, if you can please RuPaul by acknowledging that his show is important. As we said, the Vince McMahon slash fabulous moolah of drag. Yeah. Angina, also, we learned, cannot read people. Because the first challenge was reading is fundamental, and Angina was fucking awful. I think it's always that, too, on All Stars. The the first mini challenge (laughs) is always the library. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, it's what people want. Yeah. There was definitely built-in, like, it came in where there was some beef between Derek Barry and India Farah. Where Derek Barry's, Derek Barry's boyfriend had said she took over from India Farah in the Las Vegas show. India Farah makes some YouTube videos where she's mean to drag race contestants and then... Derek Barry's boyfriend made a comment about India Farah, and it was just fucking. I hate them both. This sounds really dumb and petty, and yes. also like something that maybe is a little bit on the manufactured side, which is why it sounds so fucking convoluted. Yeah. And you know, hey, look, Derek Barry raised a good point of. Hey, if India Fair is gonna gonna make the point saying, "Well, I guess they'll hire anyone now," then why are you upset that they fired you? Hey, but Angina went home second, and she self-eliminated. It's never going to be as meaningful as when Ben De La Creme did it. So don't fucking do it. And also, it was stupid and sucked when Ben de la Creme did it. So don't fucking do it. Also, Ben de la Creme did it when Ben de la Creme was in the top. Angina did it when Angina was in the bottom two and was going to go home anyway. Because the entire thing during the whole second episode was her just saying, You know, I've always wanted to be on All Stars, but I just don't think I'm at the caliber to be an All Star. And I don't think I'm right to be here. Angina just wanted to go out in her sword. It really made me dislike Angina. Which was real disappointing, because after Derek Barry went home, I was rooting for Angina. So really, this season of All-Stars 5 has just gone all the way bad for you. The last two people left that I want to see do well are Shea Coulee, who might actually win. Because I haven't seen a lot not, of stuff. I posted around her online lately. Shea is... I like Shea in season 9. Shea got a bad hand with the lip sync. It's setting up to... It's setting up to just be fucking... Shea versus Jujube in the final. Because the whole arc for Jujube is... Wow, you've made it to the finale twice, but you haven't won. Will this be your year? Hmm... Does it feel like they're setting up Shea Coulee as the heel? Because that's kind of what I feel like the tone of some of these articles I've been seeing around her online lately have been. 
would not surprise me. She's definitely... Although I will say, I think Ms. Cracker is definitely coming across as, like, the heel. Really? Yeah. She was so babyface in, in season 10, though. Yeah, but now Ms. Cracker's just being, like, petty and shit. Hmm. Also... Does she have, like, the turn, like, Milk did in her All-Star season, where she just went, got, like, super fucking full of herself and arrogant? Pretty much, yeah, but there, oh, she man. just showed up that way. Like, there wasn't a turn. She just, from episode one, became a mega bitch. Yeah, no, that was that was totally Milk in All-Stars 2. Yeah. Also, I really am not into the into, like, the super Jewish references with Ms. Cracker. It's feeling very weird. I don't like that they're trying to make Shabbat Shablam a catchphrase. That was kind of a thing that they did a little bit in Season 10, if I remember And it was bad in Season 10, too! I'm not gonna disagree. Season 10 was a bad fucking season. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree, actually. Eureka almost won. I know, Eureka almost won. Yeah, They look. killed all those butterflies. <laughs> that was Asia O'Hara. I know. Look, there's two people left that I'm rooting for. And that's Shea Coulee, because Shea Coulee fucking rules. And Blair St. Clair... Because Blair St. Clair came back and is blonde and her drag is now like 80s Debbie Harry and oops, Shea Coulee got, or sorry, oops, Blair St. Clair got really hot. <laughs> okay. It's, she's definitely going through her emo phase. This seems like a good turn from the stuff that, Shea Coulee, that uh, Blair St. Clair had going on. Yeah. But also... Also, I don't think Blair Sinclair's going to win. No. Like, I... The problem is, I kind of don't... I like this cast. You know, I like Alexis Mateo a lot. I liked Alexis Mateo on season three. But also... It feels like Alexis Mateo now... Is mentioning a lot about how... Well, my drag daughter's Vanjie. Hmm. Which, hey, is true. It is true, but also, you know, come on. I also don't like how every other queen, the only read they seem to have for Alexis Mateo is, wow, you got really fat since you were last on Drag Race. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Those are those are really cool reads. Let's just fucking, you know, mock the big queens. That's That's a really fun thing to do. Yeah, it fucking sucks. So, in other words, what you're saying is, it's RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. This is worse than most seasons of All-Stars. It's hard to to imagine that's even possible. It's better than season four, because it doesn't have the G-Gun shit. Fair enough, because that, yeah, that G-Gun shit was awful. The lip sync, it's been nice to see some of the lip sync assassins back. It was cool that Evie Oddly was there. I do like Evie Oddly, as you know. 
the the ones they've had so far have been Evie Oddly, Alyssa Edwards, and Monet Exchange. Not bad. Yeah. Look, there's I mean, a I good, like all three of those. There's a good lineup of there's a good. I would watch a season with those people as the contestants. Yeah, I I would actually watch a season that's all just like. Yeah, just like fucking winners and miscongenialities. Yeah, that fe- that feels like something that would be more of an interesting All Stars than like what they ever do with All Stars, which are just the people that didn't win. Yeah, no, you you, you didn't win. You didn't even get miscongeniality in any of these seasons, and yet I'm supposed to believe that you're an All Star. Like fucking. Mayhem Miller, India Farah, they finished 10th place in their season. Mm-hmm. Blair St. Clair went home right after Mayhem Miller. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a fucking... At least have it with people that made it to the finale. Like, I'll give you that Shea Coulee deserves a second chance. It would be nice if they, you know, had seemingly some kind of standard for who they put on but all too often it just seems like who can we get yeah i mean again the best i i watched survivor for the first ye- for the first time in years because i was intrigued by the winners at war concept and you know what it was a good ass season of survivor Mm-hmm. even if all the people that were around when i was watching survivor Went home before the merge. But they they hooked you, and that's what matters. Yes. And it was all worth it for Sandra saying, Nah, actually, the twist this year is bullshit. I'm not going to participate, and I'm just going home. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, I figure, since this season's bad, though, what if we made our own season of Drag Race? Let's get right on into it, Oscar. The main event of this show. We're going to make our own drag race. With all professional wrestlers. So I do feel like we should give a disclaimer uh, before we begin that this is going to be pretty different from as we had originally planned it, I feel like. Yep. Because, you know, when we were talking about this uh, several weeks ago... Uh, we had some very different ideas for whom we would have on our lists here. Then, well, you know, speaking out happened and suddenly, like, you know, just to give you an idea here, who were some people that you were originally thinking would be really good on this on our drag race, Oscar? Sammy Guevara, Joey Ryan... <laughs> Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Havoc would have been great as the Aiden Zane style goth queen. God, yeah, fuck. Ugh. This so, is horrible. I feel like we can find 12 non non rapist wrestlers. I'd like to hope so. Like I guess we that's yeah, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to book 12 wrestlers that we need to put on this show. Uh, we're leaving a 13th, an open 13th slot in memory, basically as representative of all these fucking piece of shit wrestlers that we just named and all the fucking p- terrible people that have done really shitty things over the past week 
or, you know, that who have been blown up over the past week or so, you know, have been doing this shit for years. Congratulations, y'all. Every single one of you is the Sherry Pie. <laughs> yeah. So, but hey, at least unlike Drag Race, we actually waited long enough that we can, that we can work around that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we're gonna t- we're gonna have to choose twelve wrestlers here. That's gonna be our drag race uh, superstars. And I will say that I feel like there are a couple uh, there are a couple things that we're gonna really have to fill in here. I you do know, think that th- there are some archetypes that we need to set a ground rules for in the beginning. Mm-hmm. As we know, Oscar, there are certain. Certain character types that always appear on every single season of All Stars. You know, again, All Stars is much like it's much like a WWE thing where you know they got to have a little bit of everything, a little bit of everyone, all sizes and shapes, and from all people, oh, and all around the world. Like, definitely, they you know they're very much like that classic uh, WWF style of hey, look at all our ethnic champions. <laughs> so none. I mean, got your Pedro Morales, you got your Hulk Hogan being the king of the Irish. (laughs) My favorite ethnic minority, Hulk Hogan. I mean, you have to remember that in the fucking 70s, late 70s, early 80s, fucking Vince Sr. and Vince Jr. actually did believe this. Like, yeah, no, we're going to have to sell him. We're going to have to sell him as like a working class Irish guy. (laughs) Is he even Irish? He's Italian! (laughs) Terry Balea! Man. He is a real American. American, the red, white, and blue. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what I'm thinking. So... We're definitely... We're definitely gonna have a a big queen here. Yeah. Like there's got to be there's got to be one because there's always one, and I think there's also you always have the camp queen and the fashion yep. queen. Yep, you got to have a pageant queen definitely. Um, you have I guess I guess you have your southern queen. Yes, definitely you have to have a southern queen. I also think that you have to have a. You have to have the, like, the, the weird queen. The one that does, like, the out there shit. Like, with the strange outfits and the strange makeup. Yep. Think you also need to have, like, the gender-bending queen. Someone like a milk. Who, who does, like, you know, drag that's kind of, like, you know, blurring the lines between male and female. Yes. Sorry, I was thinking... I was thinking, well, I guess that's more your fashion queen. But then I remembered, no, wait, no, you're talking, you're talking androgyny, not passing. Yeah, sorry, that's that's a, a much better way to put it. Is the the androgyny queen? Yeah. Um. You have to have your. You have to have your, non-black or white ethnic minority. I mean, I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm just going to say it because this is what this show is. You mean you need to have an Asian queen? Sometimes it can be a Hispanic queen. 
I mean, usually they have both. I feel like you, you know, you get your, you get your your Rock'em Sakura, and then you get your Vanji. True. And I guess I don't know if this is kind of the same as your Camp Queen, but I think you definitely get your Broadway Queen, like your one that's not necessarily all about camp, but is more about like, you know, they'll do really good on the your your Jan basically. No, absolutely. I think that that's that is a, an important distinction from the camp queen because no, like I I would think that a camp queen is someone it is like it is like a, a Miss Cracker or like a Sherry Pie. It is someone that yeah. is about like you know throwback stuff like with a, a funny bit to it. Whereas the Broadway queen, yeah, it is very much like people like Jan who are like really good at like the performance, like the dancing and the singing and like but it's still all gl- of that. it's still fashion. It's still glamorous. Yes. It's always glamorous. Yeah. You know, they're not going to do the crazy makeup to look campy. Yeah. It, it's, again, it's the difference between a Jan and a Crystal Method. Yeah. Even if you could say, even if, you know, Crystal Method, actually, Crystal Method fills a lot of these boxes. She's the fucking Southern Queen. She's the weird queen. Hell, I was going to say it's the difference between a Jan and a Sherry Pie. And then, I guess those are your archetypes that typically get filled, but then I think the rest is sort of wild cardy. Yeah. But I mean, and, hey, we just named like nine archetypes that this show always fucking has. But I also think like even just looking at season 12, you know, Britta and Sherry Pie fill your big girl queen. Yeah. You know, people fill it. You get multiple people that fill. And I think I think over the years, it's become a lot more. Everybody's kind of good at something. Yep. Hell, Here's... even Gigi proved that she can be camp true here's something i'm thinking about though would you think that there's like would you think that there's some category that i'm i'm thinking about like a category that maybe be like a gg good and like uh oh god the blair st Clair, like that kind of your young queen yeah like your young queen yeah i guess that that is what i'm looking at like the most likely to be problematic on twitter queen aquaria or pearl also yeah i mean shit that was what i was thinking sammy guevara would be but then it turned out to actually be that <laughs> i mean no that's the problem is that is actually what sammy guevara is sammy guevara fits that role perfectly and that's why he's fucking not allowed here because he's suspended yeah <laughs> fucking asshole also man fucking Gigi good with her bad george floyd jokes I didn't even see these. I mean, I know that they happen because I know that, like, we had, you fucking told me with the fucking apology shit. Yeah, she deleted them, like, real quick. Yeah, I'm still very glad I didn't see these. And just, my only exposure was you telling me on the, on the last Ruthless Aggression and just being like, what the fuck? Yeah. But hey, I mean, considering all the problematic things that Gigi Good also did in that finale... Also, her fucking finale look sucked. Yeah, it was, I'm Dorothy. And it wasn't even a good Dorothy. Well, I would say it was the whole thing was that, like, the the reveal, when she did the reveal into being, like, actually Dorothy, I was like, yeah, okay, that looks good. But, like, the first thing that she was doing, it was literally, it was literally just, like, I'm Dorothy, but, like, bad Dorothy. Yeah. 
But yeah, so I think we've got our list of general archetypes. And again, knowing that people can fill more than one of these. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'd say quite frequently your crossover between Big Girl Queen and Camp Queen is pretty much, in the Venn diagram, that's a circle. Yeah, I mean, it generally is. Because, you know, that's exactly the kind of fucking queens that RuPaul goes for. If like, oh, you're you're big, you have to be funny to make up for the fact that you have low self-esteem. Excuse, excuse me, they just have a big inner saboteur. <laughs> Thanks, Mama. I mean, hey, at least Widow Von Du seemingly avoided the... Oh, political queen. Mmm. That's the one that's missing. That is the one that's missing. Like, yeah, we gotta have, like, a vixen in there. Although I guess that's more of a relatively new thing. Yeah, but, I mean, it it all makes sense as the show has, has, you know, by its very nature, gotten more political. Yeah. I mean, look... Not good political, but political. Are you talking shit about Frock the Vote? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Put the ballot in your box. <sighs> we got 11 archetypes. Actually, no, because I'm putting as the last one wild card. Yeah. So now we have 12 archetypes. Yeah. All right, so... And I think as we talk about these people as well, we would, I think, I want to bring up, like, would they be a good lip-sync assassin? Would the, How would their snatch game be? And, like, realistically, how far do we see them going? Well, of course. I, I mean, think, we're, we're, book, we're fantasy booking this season all the way, baby. I think the how far do we see them going, I think, I, I think we should fantasy book that once we have our actual cast together. Yes, we gotta build the cast, and then we gotta, you know, decide who's gonna be what. Yeah. So, where do we want to start? Let's start with, uh, let's start with our big queen. Hmm. Hmm. I guess... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I guess because there aren't really too many, like... Or, I like, you know, without just saying, like, it would be Samoa Joe... But also, you know yeah. what? Fuck it. Put Samoa Joe on. He would probably be really funny. Look, I hate to... I'm, uh, Oscar, I hate to say it. And, you know, maybe it actually wouldn't work because I know that he's he's pretty religious. But I think that if we look at what this show typically does, the big queen has to be Otis, right? Oh, fuck. Yeah. He's big, he's overblown, he's campy as shit, he's just constantly shaking himself going, oh yeah, he would be so good at like those fucking stupid dancing channels. Like, think about if you made Otis do I'm that bitch. I just realized I hate Otis for all the same reasons I hate Eureka. (laughs) (laughs) What if Eureka started screaming, Tucky! I would maybe like Eureka more. I mean, it would be better than what Eureka typically does, which is say the N-word. Oh! I feel like Chris Jericho has to be on this season. Chris Jericho absolutely has to be on this season. Like, I don't know what archetype. Other than I guess he would also be a campy? I feel like Chris Jericho is probably the wild card here. 
Because I feel like Chris Jericho has fills that kind of role of like you know they are an older like they're they're one of the older queens so they've been around a lot and but and they've done a little bit of everything they've done pageant they've done camp yeah they've done weird like the only other place that I could really see Chris Jericho would be like you know a Broadway queen or something but I do think that yeah Chris Jericho is probably the wild card no you're absolutely right yeah because Chris Jericho. I envision Chris Jericho as someone that is safe for pretty much every challenge. Yes. Chris Jericho ends up in the bottom two when he fails the the debate challenge by oh. just being Joe Rogan. Oh, I was going to say, Chris Jericho... Chris Jericho probably, like, nails all the improv challenges, but he's also the one that came in not knowing how to sew. <laughs> And he's not a very... And, like, Chris Jericho is either in the top or safe, but the second Jericho has to lip-sync, he's gone. Damn. Not wrong. Yeah. Um, Who would the fashion queen be? That's a good question. Like, so, yeah, for me, I feel like the fashion queen is, is definitely someone that's got to have, like, you know, a pageant feel to them. Um, you know, like, I guess, I guess that this is my mind also thinking, who's the twinkiest wrestler? Again, the same Guevara is disqualified. Yeah, I know. And I feel it would be wrong to put Sunny Kiss only as the fashion queen. I mean, honestly... If there is anyone I feel like that is the fucking pageant, like the pageant queen or the Broadway queen, it is Sunny Kiss. I think Sunny Kiss is the Broadway queen more, though. Okay, yeah, no, I, I think you're right when you put it that way. Yeah. Because Sunny Kiss also does camp. True. In a way that, like, the fashion queens are usually pu- very look-based. Mm-hmm. Also, just I just want to throw out here just to clarify that, you know... Since we are following the rules of this television show, unfortunately, every every person here has to be uh, someone that wrestles as a, as a male wrestler because, yes. yes, you know, RuPaul's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. We don't make the rules. We just got to follow them. Sorry, people. I'm going to throw a wild card out there. Ricochet. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of like where Ricochet would really excel. Like Ricochet is Aiden Zane. No charisma, not really good at this, but you just want to root for them. But the one thing they are good at, they're really good at. That is true. That is very true. Like I feel like the problem is anybody that's just a a really good promo won't do well. Ricochet would do well in, like, the choreography challenges. Hmm. And would probably be a really good lip sync. I could, yeah, I could see Ricochet being a very good lip like a, a fucking lip sync assassin, and definitely, like, being really good at the dancing and the choreography and able to do all that stuff. But yeah, the second that you have to have, to have Ricochet improv anything, he's fucked. Yeah. Which means like, Ricochet goes home, like, second. Yeah, like, or I'd say maybe even first. Like, you know, fucking... I, 
if you like think of if he had to do I'm that bitch or you think you know me. Like yeah. I couldn't see Ricochet being able to fucking write a funny verse. No, but he would probably be safe based on just like, well, you learned the choreography perfectly and Yeah, you're right, actually, when you put it that way. Can we see Ricochet maybe being the young queen? Yeah. No, I that that's probably totally correct. I mean, definitely not my, most likely to be problematic on Twitter. Ricochet actually seems like good people, but... You know who your look queen is? Probably someone like The Miz. Yes! The Miz is absolutely the pageant queen! How do we not think of it sooner? Yeah! No, for sure. Fuck! I mean... Look, I'm just going to say the obvious one that we're, that we're just not even touching here, but it's, it's so obvious. The weird queen's got to be Darby, right? Yes. There's no way it's not Darby Allen. No, it's fucking Darby Allen. Yeah. Also, I don't know... Wh- I think you're outright... Your camp queen is probably Biggie. Ooh. No fucking way. That's great. Like, Biggie would be so fucking perfect. Biggie would fucking kill it. Yeah. God, now I just want to see Biggie Snatch Game. Yeah. Fuck. So whatever Biggie's gonna do for Snatch Game, they're gonna be fucking amazing at it. Uh, hear me out for Southern Queen, Cody. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely see that. Like, if it's not Cody, then maybe Dustin. Yeah, but I feel like, unfortunately, Jericho already feels the old Queen. Yeah, you're probably right there. I was going to say, I know he's not really super Southern, but I could also see someone like Adam Page. Hmm. I don't know. Something about something about the Hangman. I, I, as much as I feel like Hangman would be a really good ally and like a really a really fun judge who's like totally into this, I feel like Hangman wouldn't just wouldn't be able to let himself go enough to to pull this off. Yeah, no, you're probably I think Cody is your Southern Queen. And I mean, you know, we're not really, I think we're not necessarily looking at their actual personal lives in this because I'm sure that disqualifies a large portion of wrestling. Oh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Like we said, like, I'm not sure that Otis would really be into this. Yeah. I definitely don't think that Chris Jericho would be into this. I feel like Chris Jericho would be a coin flip on if he would be into it. Because I can also see Chris Jericho being the greatest guest judge. Because he just fucking yeah. gets it. Yeah. I could see... Yeah, I, I, that's that's actually true. I could see... I would more likely see Jericho being, like, in that the thing, the place that I put Hangman of, like, he gets it, he's into it, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. God, I'm trying to think of, like... I- well, what's an, what's one that we have empty right now? Because I think that might help. We have the the androgynous queen, the Asian queen, the La- the Latinx queen, and the political queen. Mm. Daniel Bryan is the political queen. I just don't see Daniel Bryan really being great on on Drag Race, though. Daniel Bryan would be like the vixen in that. You hear all these stories of, yeah, they have really good political shit, and then it just never comes through. Hmm. 
trying to think of who else I think would be like really fucking great for this. I feel like Joey Janela could probably do the androgyny thing well. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, I'll I'll be honest. the The person that I was honestly thinking for the androgyny queen was was Kenny Omega. Ooh, that is a good pick. Yeah, it's Kenny Omega. Like I, that definitely seems like something that would that would play. Yeah. <sighs> Michael Nakazawa as the Asian queen. Hear me out, though. Are we sticking with people that that can speak English? I mean, hey, they always seem to have a queen on that doesn't speak English that well. Look at your Nikki Dolls or your Valentinas. Shit, good point. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. We're totally missing the queen that can't speak English that well. And it's one of the foreigners. Because when I think about it, like, if there's one person that I would really want to see on here, you know who I'm going to say, Oscar. Are we praying to our man? I think that we need to pray to the man. Yeah, no, we're fucking praying to our man. We are praying for our man and summoning Tai Chi onto RuPaul's, onto the main stage here. Yes. Start your engines and may the best Miho Abe win. So we're missing Latinx and... Is that it? Uh, and the political queen. Oh, political queen. Hmm. Though, honestly, if we can't think of someone, that can, that can be another wild card. I feel like I kind of just want to make it the wild card because, hear me out, Orange Cassidy. Or if they decide to do, like, another pageant queen type thing, I'm thinking, like, someone like Jungle Boy. Mm. Totally. Actually, yeah, Jungle Boy as maybe, like, your crystal method and not just because they have similar hair. What do you think of, like, uh, I'm thinking maybe, like, a more, another com like, another comedy or camp queen. Like, different style than, like, you know, a, a Big E. Like, I was thinking, like, what, if, what about, like, a Drake Maverick? Mmm. Yes, one no, 100%. Drake Ma- and RuPaul would love the fact that Drake Maverick is down for anything and will yes. just fully commit himself into like whatever weird bad skits they have written. This is the man that pissed himself for Vince McMahon. Yeah. Legit pissed himself because his prosthetic didn't work. Yeah. And he still fired him. The the other one I was thinking, if we're doing like that kind of comedy queen, is like maybe a Colt Cabana. Hmm. But I think Colt Cabana is probably more in the Big E style of just overt camp. Yeah, I I, I, I think you're right. Drake Maverick's a better pick. All right, so now we got to f- just figure out our Latinx queen. I'm thinking maybe instead of Latinx, what about someone like uh, Mustafa Ali? Oh. Hmm. Yeah, Mustafa Ali could be okay. And would also fulfill the role of being, like, clearly getting the face edit of someone that's just the nice guy that no one hates. That's true. You know, because I think... And they get and they get to do the Jackie Cox thing of, you're Muslim and here you are doing drag! Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Mustafa Ali Bring is... back Jeff Goldblum to ask sort of inappropriate questions that make the internet real mad. Oh, look, Jeff Goldblum just wants to know where, you know, it goes. 
Jesus. I wasn't as mad at Jeff Goldblum as everybody had made it out to be. No, I wasn't either. It was, I mean, look, it was definitely a sloppily asked question. But also. Some of the stuff that he had. But I, you could tell that he was coming from a good place. Like, look, it's like that fucking Disney Plus Jeff Goldblum show that is just all about sloppily asked questions where you can tell he's coming from a good place. Like, I get it. Jeff Goldblum's hot. Jeff Goldblum is weird and cool and we love him. He's still a 70-year-old man. Yeah. So, that's our whole roster then, right? Yeah. Uh, unless we could think of, yeah, like... Unless oh, you want to oh. do the 13th spot. Because they usually no. do have 13. No. I I feel comfortable with our, with our nomination for the 13th spot here. I mean, hell, they usually have like fucking 15 queens. Yeah, it's true. But no, I, I feel I feel okay with us going by season twelve rules. Yeah, I think I think I think twelve queens is enough. All right, so let's run it down again. Our our thirteen, our murderers row of thirteen. We have Otis, Biggie, The Miz, Cody, Darby Allen, Kenny Omega, Tai Chi, Mustafa Ali, Sonny Kiss, Ricochet, Drake Maverick. Chris Jericho, and in the memorial, Sherry Pice getting disqualified from ever being on the show ever again, but you're still here, Spot. Every shitty wrestler under the sun that's been blown up in the past couple weeks. Oh. But, yeah. Fuck you, David Starr. Yeah, God. More like the fake political queen. Shit, yeah. Man, I'm sad about that again now. Me too, Oscar, man. Me too. (laughs) Go back and listen to that very long heel alternative that we did about it. But also that real fucking good heel alternative. Yeah, that's the sad thing is that it was like two hours and 24 minutes and probably our best episode. Yeah. Look, we're ending on the highest of high notes with our last couple. Yeah, we're going out. We're going out into this break blazing with fucking two podcasts about accusing people of things. So, are we going kind of based on? I guess now we should. I guess think of what challenges they usually have. Like the yeah. first challenge is usually the first challenge is usually. I guess their song and dance like big group thing. Yep, they, you know, like like they did this season with you. You think you know me, and I'm that bitch. Yeah, like they, it's a it's a, basically like a big song and dance number. You're mostly doing lip syncing and choreography. In fact, like yeah, you're only doing lip syncing and choreography, but you also have to write like a, a little verse about yourself and do some things and then like perform it. You're not actually singing it, but you know you're you're lip syncing it. Mm-hmm. So. I can't remember. Ricochet's not. We did. Did we go with Ricochet in the end? Yeah, we did. Yeah, because yeah, we had decided that like Ricochet is someone that would just barely get by on this challenge. Yeah, just barely be safe. Like I would even say, be in the bottom three, but be safe. Yeah, I definitely think. I also feel like someone like Ali is in the same thing where good choreography, but. So who wins this, I guess, is the first question. Hmm. Because I feel like Cody probably 
does not do well at this. No. I think Cody is definitely the person that just kind of skates by being safe all season until they get until they get their one challenge, which is their de- complete and utter downfall. Yeah. Tai Chi is in the top. Tai Chi is definitely in the top. This is, tai Chi has got all of it. This is the challenge. I think your top two is Tai Chi and Sunny Kiss. Yes. This is the challenge Taylor made for them. See, I could see, honestly, the thing is that, like, I, I hate to say it, I could see The Miz being someone that's, like, one of the first eliminated. I, so hear me out as your bottom three, then. Cody, Ricochet, and The Miz. Hmm. And Ricochet, he gets told, basically, you had, you did the choreography well, so you're safe. Yeah, I could see that. But I guess then your question is, who's a better lip syncer, Cody or The Miz? Oh, I think absolutely The Miz would be a better lip syncer. Yeah. I feel like Cody is definitely, like, is has a lot of the pageant queen stuff that The Miz does. But, like, whereas The Miz is able to really sell that and, like, do all this stuff. Like, Cody is definitely the queen that has, like, these immaculate looks. These incredible fucking looks. And can do all this crazy shit. And, like, maybe would even get by on that. But I also think that, like, it becomes very clear very early on that, like, a lot of what Cody has is less ideas than cash yes cody is basically what everybody i think feared gg good would be yeah someone someone that is really good at drag because they can buy their way into it yeah so i think yeah cody goes home first i can see that i think cody goes home first and the real tough choice is is Tai Chi or Sunny Kiss better at the song and dance routine? I think it's Sunny Kiss. Yeah. I think it's definitely Sunny Kiss that wins that. Sunny, like, Tai Chi's, tai Chi's fucking great. Tai Chi fucking has all that pageantry and can fucking, like, make you want to look at him and everything he does. But Sunny Kiss is going to be, like, Sunny Kiss is the person that is the one that's going to be adding their own choreography. And, like, the Todger Call is going to look at and be like, oh, oh, okay, you can do some shit. So I'm going to give you more complicated stuff just to, to really test you. Also, I think Sunny Kiss probably wins it as well because they'll say, and your runway look was spectacular yep yep yeah so i think that tai chi would also have an amazing runway but i think i think tai chi would have an amazing runway but he would get you know michelle michelle visage would definitely point out like you know your drag is kind of sloppy you know you you know the tearaway pants were fantastic but i could see you know some of the stitching was kind of off you know, that iron glove is really cool, but, like, it doesn't really pop. Yeah. So. Con- you gotta make it work with the outfit more. Congratulations to Sunny Kiss. You're a winner, baby. And Cody, sashay away. Yeah, I think so. I think the next challenge would have to be, like, the improv one. This is gonna be, like, you know, your world's worst where you get the fucking. Okay, here's the question. What is the, who ends up being the forced meme that they just shove down your throats all season? Hmm. 
Ricochet. Ricochet is totally the Brock ally. Yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah. I think your top in, your tops in the improv challenge is Jericho, Otis, and Big E. See, I was thinking it would be Jericho, Maverick, and Big E. Oh, fucking right. Yeah, we have Maverick in this. Yep. Yeah, no, it's Jericho. Miz, I think, would be... I think Miz would be a top player, but then they would just ultimately be safe. He would be safe. Miz, yeah, Miz would definitely be someone that they... And I think Miz might even get the critique of, it, you surprised us with how good you were. Mm. Which is kind of the kiss of death of, you're not going to win, but... You were real good. Yeah. So, The Miz, basically. Yes! The Miz's entire career. I think Big E's your dark horse and wins this. Okay. Because... I was going to say Maverick, but yeah, tell me. I think Maverick will still be a little more restrained this early in the competition. Big E is going to definitely go for the all flash right away doing the fucking gyrating the he's going to be he's going to be so much louder than drake oh yeah no when you put it that way you're absolutely right like drake is definitely the person that like rupaul has to like sit down with and be like you know you got to really show us who you are you got to really let yourself out like you know don't stop listening to that inner saboteur and then like drake comes out of the out of his shell and just like is this fucking big huge performances that are always like super fun and you know doesn't win like still gets knocked out like a little later on but we get to see drake grow Drake is the kind of person, and we'll get to this later, but he'll excel on stuff like the infomercial challenge, or he might even have like a killer snatch game where he has yeah. the opportunity where he doesn't have to be competing against a whole group and he can let his more subtle humor shine. Definitely. Who does poorly on the improv challenge? Well, definitely Ricochet. Yeah. I hate to say it, but Darby. Yeah, no, I was definitely going to say Darby as well. Mm. I think, honestly, I think the bottom three would be Dar Darby, Ricochet, and just Tai Chi by virtue of, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, tai being Chi a Japanese speaker. Yeah, Tai Chi handle the English. Mm-hmm. But I think your bottom... I think... The only reason I think maybe not Tai Chi, and maybe more like a Mustafa Ali... Is because they'll at least say... Because Taichi seems like the kind of guy that will completely throw his whole physical humor into it. Hmm. In a way that, like, someone like Nikki Doll didn't. That's true. Like, Taichi seems like the kind of person that would, yeah, like you said, very much play it up and ham it up and, and would understand how to do that. Again, Taichi's the kind of person I think he does well until... You know, the exact opposite of, of Drake, you know, he does well until your snatch game where he just can't riff off of the questions. See, I think the bottom three, like we said, is definitely going to be uh, Taichi, Ricochet, Darby. And then I think Darby's just going to be safe, just, you know, because they'll be like, oh, we, we want to see more of you. You're so interesting and so different. So and that's that's always the thing that fucking keeps you on. Yes. Is when you're the fucking weird queen. Is that like we want we just want to see more. we're disappointed, but we want to see more of you. And then, yeah, Taichi and uh, Ricochet lip sync. I say, yes, Taichi. Taichi 100% wins. He, 
but Tai Chi Ricochet is goes down as like one of the all time great lip syncs. Yeah, I could totally see that. Like they both have a fucking fantastic lip sync, but still, look, you got to pray for your man. Yeah, like Tai Chi, Tai Chi has the reveals. He just has. You know, at the end of the day, unfortunately, Ricochet's lip sync just turns into just how many death drops can I do and how many. Yep, it's gonna, it's just, I'm gonna be like spinning, unrolling all over the stage, just doing any sort of insane shit. It's gonna be, hey, it's gonna be that Ricochet Will Ospreay Best of Super Juniors match. They're doing some wild fucking shit and it looks fucking crazy, but it also doesn't really have any logical flow to it. Tai Chi connects with the song better. Yep. Taichi understands the song. Taichi is doing the song. Yeah. While also having, like, all the reveals and all the stuff just perfectly timed. And then what comes next? Like, I feel like... It's... I feel like this is the next challenge would probably have to be, like, a fashion challenge. Well... I feel like it would have to be one of those, like, you get your three runway looks or something like that. Yeah, or... It's going to be like your bossy Rossi thing, but I guess that's kind of close to the improv, I guess. I that's but no, I could see that also them also doing like an acting challenge there where like you you do something where it's more about like you whereas opposed to the improv characters where it's like we give you a character and we give you some stuff and we make you run with it. Like this is going to be more like all right, we want you to play a specific character and do these line reads and do this thing. Yeah. I think this is the non-parody acting challenge. Yeah. And I think, um... I mean, they're all always weird parody shit, though. No, I know. But, like, this is the one that's not, like, a Gaze Anatomy-specific parody of a thing. Oh, I was thinking it could be, like, you know, or, like, uh... Fuck, uh... Why why always gotta be Black Panther? Yeah. No, I think or whatever the or whatever the get out one was. Or is this like I uh, know, I guess it's too early for their infomercial challenge. That's usually after the snatch game. I could see it being I could see them doing that though. Again, like I could see them being like cuz I feel like like look, I'm I'm to be as cynical about it as possible. It's like I feel like they have to have some kind of acting challenge, some kind of thing that has like a writing or like a performance element to it so that they can fucking get Tai Chi out. Yeah. Cause they're not gonna let Tai Chi go on to Snatch Game. Or they let him go on to Snatch Game and then it's a very easy Isn't it funny that this guy can't riff off of the questions because he doesn't speak English? Like they did to Valentina. Yeah. Hmm. Or, you're probably right, but he just survives through the Snatch Game based on the power of his lip syncs, and by the time he's in the bottom there, it's like, well, you've been in the bottom three times. Yeah, so now you gotta go. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, this is. I guess then this is the acting challenge. What is the bad pun? What's the bad parody? Extreme charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent wrestling. Yeah. No, that's... Fuck, this is hard. Wrestle gay, Mia. 
Oh, fuck. There it is. There we go. It's the laziest pun you could think of. It always is. This is the challenge where I think Miz... This is where, like, Miz surprises people. Yeah. Because... and And I think this is the challenge where Kenny Omega finally does shit. Yes. Like, I could see this... I think, like, this is the one where... For me, I was thinking, like, this is the one Miz could potentially win, and Kenny Omega is definitely the one that surprises people. Miz Omega Jericho? No. This is the challenge where Drake Maverick finally is... And people are like... Yes. This yeah. this is definitely the one where, after seeing how Big E got treated for, for killing it in the, in the last one, Drake Maverick comes out of his shell in, like, the biggest way. Yeah. I could see him still losing. Like, you know, being in the top, but, you know, ending, ending up safe, like, under, like, Ms. Jericho. I think Ms. Drake Omega is your top three. Hmm. Because I think I think Kenny Omega has that natural humor, but also Kenny Omega is going to be better at following the script than Chris Jericho. Yes, Chris Jericho is going to want to take his own liberties. Yeah, and like I feel like that could be a thing where it's like they like Ross and Michelle end up being like, "Well, I like some of the liberties you took, but I didn't like others." Yes. And it'll probably be one of those criticisms as well that's like, well, you know, you took these liberties, but you made it hard for people to follow along with you now, and it hurt the flow. Playing the... Darby ends up safe, just being boring. Yeah, Darby, Allie, even Darby, Allie, they're your definite safe, and I think... I think you're I think this is the challenge where Sonny Kiss really hurts. Hmm. Cause he's funny, but he's probably but like he has a lot of trouble with the script. I can see know. that. And he's not playing well off of the cues that they've given him. Yeah. Sonny has like a charisma and like it's fun to watch and fun to talk to, but Sonny like Sonny has trouble really falling into a character. I could definitely Sonny having like a Vanji element to it. To yeah, him, Sunny where... Kiss is always Sunny Kiss. Yeah, exactly. I also think Otis is in trouble during this. Mm. For the same reason of, like, Otis just keeps falling back on his... Hell, Big E, the same thing. Like, the criticism will be, well, Darby and Mustafa Ali, you were boring, but... You know, you guys, you guys were boring, but you at least were in character. Yeah. Yeah, I could see I could definitely see, yeah, it's like Biggie gets the gets the you're good, but tone it down. Yeah. I think, and oh and Otis is like you just weren't a character. I think your bottom three is Sunny Kiss, Tai Chi, and Otis. Yeah. And I think that it ends up if when it goes down to that, it ends up being Otis versus Tai Chi. Yeah. Of which again, Tai Chi kills Tai Chi fucking kills Otis in the lip sync. Yeah. But yeah. And and I think again, Sunny Kiss gets the same critique of we want to see more of you. Mm-hmm. So now that we've gotten that, I think it has to be it has to be a runway challenge. Yes. 
Like it's got to be a it's got to be a sewing challenge. It's got to be your three outfits. Sunny Kiss wins this, hands yes. down, hands down. And as I said Ke- before, Kenny Omega also comes out strong. Yeah. And Big E. Yes. I could see Miz coming out strong too on this. I think Miz is fifty-fifty if he can su- if he came in knowing how to sew. <laughs> okay, fair. Miz could definitely be one of those. Could be definitely in the Cody angle of uh, drag queen because you can afford it. Who comes out wearing a corset and a bikini bottom? Darby. Yeah. I could see. Jericho is also Jericho cannot sew. Yeah, Jericho is totally like you know just mismatching things and all over the place, like having good ideas but not able to execute it. I could see Drake Maverick having the thing where it's like, again, got good ideas, no execution whatsoever. Like, but he gets like he's able to skate by, you know, still in the maybe in the bottom, but like able to skate by on like. But he's got some interesting concepts. This is going to be the real hard one. I think Darby. I think Darby and Jericho are your bottom. I think you're right. I think this is. I, I think this is where Darby goes. Yeah, I mean, look, the weird queen never really makes it this far. Any never makes it past this length anyway, unless they figure themselves out. It's true. Yeah, and they'll and they'll say to Darby, it's like your look was really interesting, but it wasn't well executed. Yeah. And again, I think Jericho's just a better lip syncer. Or at least no, I think they're both awful lip syncers. <laughs> I I actually do. I think they're both this is um, you know, the exact opposite of the Ricochet Tai Chi lip sync. Yes. It's it's the let it go lip sync. Yeah. It's, this is really not good, but Brit is sort of decent, I guess. Jericho has a larger mouth than Darby Allen. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. Is it Snatch Game yet? Or one more before that? I think we need one more because we have nine people left. Do we just want to do we just want to eliminate every shitty wrestler under the sun? Oh, yes, right. I forgot they're still in here. I'm just counting this as like an actual twelve person season. Yeah, fair. So now we're down to eight. Then. So yeah, this is your this is your top eight. This is Snatch Game. Yep, this is Snatch Game, baby. Who does who for Snatch Game? That I don't know. Or at least, I guess, what kind of characters do they do? Like, I feel like Jericho does your... Jericho does your reference to someone from the 70s. Yes. Sunny Kiss has your, like, real... Sunny Kiss has your, like deep dive into something that's only relevant for like gay culture but is yeah. absolutely like something that is completely up RuPaul's alley. Yep, Sunny Kiss is going to be yeah, like the real deep cut reference that 
only certain people get, but is fucking perfect at it. Yeah, and a, and RuPaul's the one that gets it. Yes. Biggie is going to be a real housewife, char- basketball wife style character. Yep. Kenny Omega does your, like, Broadway gay icon. Like, you're... Brave. I was going to... I was going to say, actually, that Kenny Omega is your crystal method and does, like, a Poppy-style character. Hmm. Someone that... Someone obscure that they fucking nail perfectly, but RuPaul doesn't get it and RuPaul ain't going to learn. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. I think Tai Chi just... Tai Chi tries to just go for the most mainstream person he can think of. Yep. And doesn't really get it. Yeah. Because I think Tai Chi understands it's like, well, I have this language barrier. Yeah. Tai Chi has a language barrier, tries to do something, like, ends up just kind of with a character where it's just, well, you're just kind of, it's like, like the person that did Maxine Waters. Yeah. You're just yelling the Cheeto has got to go. Yeah. You're doing the one thing you know about them. Um, I think Miz is the one who's like the big camp gay icon. Mm, yeah. You know, I'm just looking at this and I'm realizing, wow, we're just getting rid of all the ethnic minorities at the start. I mean, that's RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. That's what happens on this show. We're, again... Like we said about the fact that we've only allowed men on this list, it's not because we think that it's a good thing, it's that because we know how this fucking show works. Yeah. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick does a character that it's like, this is going to be a huge uphill battle. Probably does someone that like someone else has already done and won with, so there's already that. There's already that comparison, but he fucking nails it and knocks it out of the park. Yeah. You know, like, like fucking Drake Maverick does, Drake, Drake Maverick does someone like Cher and people are like, well, you know, you're going to be up against like Chad Michaels' impression. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking does so, like, this is Drake Maverick's challenge to shine. Yes. And then I think Mustafa Ali just does is just like Tai Chi does someone safe and kind of boring and doesn't really go anywhere with it. Yeah. Mustafa Ali, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, ex- exactly. He does try to think of who he would do. Even. I feel like Mustafa, I'm, you know, I am having trouble thinking of someone because I feel like Mustafa Ali is smart enough to know. Don't fucking do Beyonce. Yeah. Ricochet would have done Beyonce. Ricochet absolutely would have tried Beyonce. Cody Rhodes would have tried to do Dusty Rhodes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think... I feel like this with this one, it's probably between Biggie and Drake Maverick. Hear me out. Mustafa Ali is the kind of person that does an, a former drag race contestant. Oh, shit. And thinks he's going to fucking nail it. Yep. Yeah, no. Th- I think your top three is, dr- is uh, Maverick, 
B, uh, Maverick, Big E, and Jericho. See, I was actually thinking maybe Maverick, Big E, and Omega. Like, yeah. I could see Jericho being, like, I could see Jericho being safe and in the middle because they got, their criticism of Jericho ends up being that, like, he picked an interesting character, but he didn't really play the character so much as he played himself playing this character. Mm, that's a good point. I could, yeah, I could definitely see Jericho having the problem of, like, unable to remove himself enough. Yeah. This is the week Tai Chi goes home, right? Yeah, I think that the bottom ends up being Tai Chi, Mustafa Ali, and... Miz. Yeah. Or Sonny Kiss, because they'll get... It'll be the same criticism that he's been getting week in, week out of. You're just never not Sonny Kiss. Hmm... In but fact, yeah, I, th- I actually think your bot. I actually think your bottom two is Sunny and Taichi. See, I was thinking your bottom would be Mustafa and Taichi. The only reason I'm saying Sunny and Taichi in your bottom is because they kind of want Taichi to go home by now, and they know that Sunny Kiss can out lip sync him. I think that you're absolutely fucking right there when you put it that way. Yeah. I think that yeah, they put they put Sonny in the bottom as like a pun as a we want to see you do more punishment, but we know you're gonna win, so yeah. that's why we're putting you here. Yeah, because Ali would absolutely fucking lose a lip sync to Tai Chi. Yes, Tai Chi would would get to survive. So Tai Chi Shantae away. Yeah. Sorry to say. Sorry you couldn't speak English very well during this challenge that intensely requires knowledge of the English language. Mm-hmm. This is... Your next challenge is the Rusical. It's gotta be. Yes. It's gotta be the Rusical. Vince McMahon, the unauthorized Rusical. <laughs> Fabulous moolah, the unauthorized musical. But it's but the fabulous has an exclamation point after it. The problem is RuPaul probably doesn't know who the fabulous Mulai is. <laughs> Does RuPaul know who Vince McMahon is? I think Hulk Hogan, the unauthorized Rusical. There we go. And and they get fucking Biggie to play sex tape Hulk Hogan. Please, we all know that Biggie is Bubba the Love Sponge. Shit. That's probably too niche of a reference for the Rusicals. <laughs> Who plays Brutus the Barber? Drake Maverick and is surprisingly hysterical as it. Yes. No, absolutely. Like, whoever, whoever's assigning it wants Kenny Omega to be Brutus because it's just like, well, you have the hair for it. Yep. But then it's like, you know, it's just wigs, right? I'll do Brutus. Jericho really wants to be Hogan and basically sets it up so that he gets Hogan. And then fucking whiffs it as Hogan. Yeah, I could see that. Like, he's the absolutely the person that begs for a part. It's like, I need to be... It's like fucking Britta demanding to be... Cone bra Madonna. Yep. 
Like he, and it's like, okay, fine, we'll give you this part, but. Yep, and then he sings really well. He's able to, to you know, do the, the musical stuff really well. But just as that character, he is nothing and doesn't stand out at all. Yeah. And then I feel like his runways finally catch up with him, so he ends up in the bottom. Yeah. Miz is Brooke Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Miz just ends up being safe again. Yeah, Miz can't really sing, but he's funny enough and Yep. Kenny Omega really shows personality. But I feel like it's not enough, so he's safe. I think your top two is uh Ooh, Sunny Kiss, this is probably the challenge where he excels. Yeah, I think the top the top two is Sunny Kiss and Big E. Yeah. Yeah, Drake's top three, I think, but or maybe maybe I could also see Big E ending up like in the in the mid towards the bottom for just doing Big E still. Yeah, he probably doesn't nail the choreography. Hmm. I could see Big E just not even really like nailing the singing. Like, you know, it's like he steals the he steals all his scenes as Bubba the Love Sponge as being really funny and really just like gregarious and everything, but you you see that the singing's not do being done real well. Yeah. I think Ali surprises people in this one. Yeah. But I think then your top is... I think Sunny Kiss and Drake are your top. Hmm. Because, again, this is this is the point in the show now where Drake Maverick really surprises people. And yep. is now definitely overshadowing Big E, who is the forefront to be the comedy queen. Yep. And RuPaul, again, totally respects the fact that Drake Maverick is just committing to the, to like, he doesn't care about looking good as long as he gets the laugh. Yeah. But Sonny Kisses Linda Hogan is transcendent. Yes. <laughs> Kenny is Vince. Kenny is Vince, yes. Now I actually want this musical. <laughs> Fuck! What have we done? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I think the bottom three ends up being Biggie, Miz, and Ali. Jericho's in the bottom three, I think. Again, mm. Jericho is totally—he—he he demands to be Hulk Hogan. Yep, and. He's not, a, because he, again, he's like thinking, well, I'm a professional singer. I'm Actually, gonna... yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's like we talked about earlier. I think this is the challenge where Jericho is safe throughout, like, all of this thing, and then tries to go big on one of them, and it's his total downfall. Yeah, this is the week Jericho goes home. Yeah, I think that this is the week where Jericho and Biggie have to lip sync. And Biggie is so much more charismatic as a lip yep. singer. Biggie just murders him. Yeah. Commiserations to Chris Jericho. Sashay away. Hmm. What's the next challenge? Is it one of the. Maybe it's like one of the big, like, performance challenges? Like, you know, the. 
like the the acting things like the monologue or like the the talent show yeah i mean just following the formula of where season where the last season went this is like your infomercial challenge yeah or maybe like you know the the drag con panel right the drag con panel yeah it's a challenge that's based around like you speaking to an audience and being able to play to a crowd of people. Yeah. It's, you know, like obviously all of these are performance, but this is not just, you know, about performing for the television, performing for RuPaul and the the people. This is where they bring in like actual, like other people. Yeah. And they're, and they start and they gauge how you connect with them. No, I think you're, you're absolutely right on that. And I think this is another challenge where Drake Maverick excels. Yes. And I think, unfortunately, I think this is kind of where the wheels totally fall off of Ali. Yep, I I definitely agree with that. Because he just cannot connect. Yep. I could also see this being, I I actually think that the bot, you know, here's what I'm going to say. I think the bottom three for this is Ms. Omega Ali. Yep. And I think that the, the lip sync ends up being Kenny and Ali. Yeah, I can see that. Because I think Miz has just enough connection with the audience. Yep. Like, Miz is, yeah, Miz doesn't, doesn't do great, but, like, he connects enough with the audience that it works. Whereas I could see Kenny just not able to really pull up, a, like, a really deep connection with them. Mm-hmm. And just kind of being a little bit boring. And again, I think this is another one of those, like, Kenny Omega has been safe the whole time. Yep. And it just, he, you know, he's the ultimate mediocre queen. Yeah. Was, and, you know, you go in and it's like, this guy's going to do great. But it just never clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, yeah, Drake Maverick wins this week and Kenny goes home. Oh, you think Kenny goes home? Yeah. Ali's thought... a better Ali's a better lip syncer. Hmm. Ali because Kenny is going to try too hard to like do it as an actual song performance. I you can know, see that. Ali is going to go for the flashier moves that it's like even though Kenny can do it, he's going to think like no, I got to have the slow build. I got to make it big at the end and you know, like a Kenny match. Yep. And it's not going to hold the judges' attentions in the beginning. And by the time it builds, they're already f- eyes fully on Ali. Okay. Well, then we get to, I guess, what would be our final challenge here to decide the final four. We haven't had the makeover challenge yet. Yeah, I guess this has got to be the makeover challenge. And no one goes home because they don't want to make the fan, the super fans or the external people upset. Yes. But I think the you bottom know. ends up being Ali and Miz. And I think Drake in the bottom three. Hmm. Yeah, with Drake end up, ending up safe. Yeah. Actually, no, I think Miz does okay. I think it's Ali and Biggie. Okay. Sunny Kiss wins this, hands down. Yes, 100%. But I think Biggie just... He tried, you know... I could see Biggie 
Very much like what Crystal Method did, and it could either be brilliant or backfire. Yeah. But he's going to try to do, like, just... I think because he sort of realizes I'm losing my comedy ground to Drake Maverick. I could see Biggie not being able to really pull off a family resemblance. Yes, that's... And, yeah, that's the biggest problem. But... Drake and Ali are in the bottom, but no one goes home because we all want to feel nice. Yeah, exactly. And then I guess the next one would be, I guess it would have to be the, like, them doing, like, a music video or, like, a, you know, like a lip sync to some RuPaul song. Do they, I, I, yeah. I was thinking, like, do they still do those? Uh, yeah, I guess they had the the ad for for Drag Vegas, which is just a glorified RuPaul music video. Yep. Or, you know, like the classic ones where they did the video for Sissy That Walk or the, the or like realness. the big, yeah, or the live performance of Hey Kitty Girl. Yeah. I think this is the week Big E finally goes home. I don't think Big E makes the finale. I agree with that. I think that Big E ends up, I, I'm going to say, I think Big E ends up as Miss Congeniality. Yeah. I can see. Or Ali ends up as Miss Congeniality because everybody just likes him. Well, here's the thing, though, Oscar. Ali can't be Miss Congeniality because Ali's in the final four. Oh, right. Final four can't be Miss Congeniality. Yeah. So it has to be someone that's already eliminated. Right. Yeah. Biggie's Miss Congeniality 100%. Yeah. Which, yeah, brings us into the finale. Somehow we've ended up our final four being The Miz, Mustafa Ali, Sonny Kiss, and Drake Maverick. Well, before we get into that, though, who does Big E lip sync against? I think Big E lip syncs against Ali. Yeah. Mm, But if he lip syncs against Ali, though, then Ali's been in the bottom like four times now. Hmm. I think Maybe maybe Miz then. Yeah. Yeah, I think he. Li- I think Miz is probably not a great. He just isn't able to connect with the video. Yeah. Like Miz is Miz is good, but everybody else is great. Yes. And they end up being impressed by like you really showed up, Bali. Like you know you had your ups and downs, but like you come out so strong, and are so proud to see where you've come. Like, I think Ali the, gets the by... The crystal method. Exactly. Ali gets by on maybe not being perfect and great all the time, but you see how Ali started the season in one place and has really grown, whereas, like, The Miz and Big E have stayed the same. Yeah. But I end up... I think that The Miz ends up just being a little bit more polished, and also they want to give Big E miscongeniality. Yeah. No, that's fair. So I guess finale format, as the usual top four finale format goes, it's your it's your lip sync semifinals and then your lip sync final. Yep. And I think that even though, as we know, it's totally random, I think somehow we end up with Miz versus Sunny Kiss and Ali versus Maverick. Yes. So that they can get rid of of fucking Miz and Anali. Oh, I was going to say... Mm, yeah, no, they get rid of Miz and Ali. 
because the finals being Sonny Kiss and Drake Maverick just makes too much sense. Yeah, they've consistently been your tops. Mm-hmm. This is actually a, a much tougher finale than I was thinking of. Yeah. And also not involving two people that I expected. Me neither. Like, I actually am fucking amazed that this is who we ended up with. Like, it, it makes total sense out. to me. Like, the way that we've explained it, our logic is fucking sound and smart. It's just, huh. Yeah. This is not where I expected this to be going. Yeah, like, I totally would have thought Kenny would have done better. Yeah, same. And but, I'm... like, we Hell, logiced it out. I never expected Miz to go this far, but I guess Miz is just your ultimate... Never in the top, never in the bottom, but just scrapes by. Yeah. Miz is the ultimate just... just hey, just like in WWE, Miz is the ultimate safe option. Yeah. Damn. And honestly, I think that this has to be Sunny Kiss. Yes. Like, as obvious as it would be for it to be Sunny Kiss on this show of all shows, I mean, let's just be honest here. The comedy queen never wins. The problem is, though, they're both the comedy queen. But Sunny Kiss has way more looks. So the, I'm actually going to... The only reason I'm saying Drake might win this is because they might look at Drake and be like, well, he had such a journey. And, you know, if you take in how much he improved, whereas Sunny Kiss was always... Drake winning is almost the better story for Drag Race. It is, but I could also see it being like, it's the better story for Drag Race, but who's the better person for RuPaul making money? Yeah, no, Sunny Kiss totally winds up on Drag Race Live. Yeah. Yeah. Drake winds up on All Stars. Yes, definitely. Like he is the perfect comeback for comeback for all stars because we really love the fact that you're game for literally whatever. Yes, definitely. Damn. Yeah. We just made a fucking season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, and it totally checks out. I actually want to fucking watch this season. It can't be worse than what they've been putting out. It sure can't, Oscar. I mean, yeah, thinking about it, yeah, I, I bet you Otis comes back for an All-Stars. because the Or Otis comes back next year as like, uh, we want to we wanna give you a better shake. Because there was a lot about you that we liked, but, you know, he just couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But we did it, though, Oscar. Yeah. And we hope that y'all out there enjoyed what we've done. This was... I'm very proud of the work we've done here. <laughs> we've done some... As, as certain people would say, this is such good shit, pal. <laughs> God damn it. So yeah, uh, that's it for Ruthless Aggression. We'll be back... I don't fucking know. This website's taking a break, and then, you know, also Drag Race isn't going to be around for a little bit. God, Who the hell knows yeah. when they can even do season 13? Are they even doing season 13? It's called Canada's Drag Race. All right. 
you tell me if Canada's Drag Race is something I need to watch. I know I have to watch Drag Race UK, so maybe we could talk about that too. Yeah, watch Drag Race UK. I'm, I probably will not watch Canada's Drag Race until like six months later because I'm just so fucking burned out on RuPaul right now. Yeah, fair. I now remember as well why I don't watch All Stars, which is, God, this happens so quickly after the season ends. Yeah, like, 12 literally just ended, then you went right into All Stars. It's too fucking much. And you were doing that secret celebrity bullshit. I gave up on secret celebrity app. Although, there's a part of me that was thinking, I do like Haley, I do like Haley Kiyoko. My partner, when I watched, when we watched it, she was very excited to see Haley Kiyoko, but was also like, yeah, we could turn this off. Yeah. I mean, look, they had her play, she played Velma in a live-action Scooby-Doo movie, and that might be perfect casting. It's pretty good. Yeah. That's it. This yeah. is the end of, of Ruthless Aggression. Yeah. Um... I'd say y'all come back now you're here, but I don't know if there's anything to come back to. I mean, yeah. Like, here's the thing. Who knows when we'll do the next one, because who knows when there will be more Drag Race and when we'll actually care about Drag Race. But, Mm -hmm. you know, drag is cool. If there's ever, like, drag stuff that we could watch again, I'd I'd like to talk about this stuff. If, If Dragula would come back, that'd be cool. I forgot about Dragula. Everybody forgets about Dragula. If they bring it back, license the song. Yeah, duh. But, of course, the problem is that, like, how can you do shows based around performances and having people in the same room at the same time when coronavirus is going on? That is very true. So, regardless, though, if there is anything that ever happens to drag again... We'll be here to talk about it, mm-hmm. as well as other things. At this website we do, prowrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. And it's on hiatus. <laughs> oh. Look, wrestling sucks right now, and we don't want to promise that we're going to be making weird casual Friday contents, because then you'll expect it. I mean, I guess what I should say is wrestling isn't just cool, it's not cool. Damn. He got him. But Oscar, until the next time we see y'all, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. All right, let the music play. Iranian, 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 Iran number one. Iranian, 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 Iranian. Iranian intelligent Jew. This podcast was brought to you by the Zonecast Network, executive produced by Owen Douglas. Visit zonecast.com for more shows. 